The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another episode of Mighty Marvel Geeks. For some reason, my mind was saying Wookiee Radio, Wookiee Radio, Wookiee Radio. No. And you called it an episode. And your mouth followed. (sighs) Okay, another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the two smart ones and the dumb one tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna gonna sit here with my grape soda, okay? (laughs) It's generic Publix grape soda because I can't find it any high, and Norca doesn't make grape yet. And I guess y'all don't get Grapeco down there. No, what Mm. what is Grapeco, dude? I I feel so sorry. No, anyone. It is, it is the best grape soda that I have ever had. It, it, it's, it sounds like somebody's buying a couple bottles and shipping it to Florida. Mm. Well, I will say this, that when my girlfriend comes down from uh, from Tennessee or I go up there to Tennessee, there are a th- – I'm, I'm running some Grapeco. Is, uh, is Grapeco better than New Grape? Yes. Oh, that's big me, talk. It is. That, that's big talk, man. For, it, for me, grape sodas, at least here, knee high. But I grew up on knee high soda, grape right. and grape and orange in Kentucky. Uh, I've had knee high. It's not. It's not bad. I, grape is a little better. But. I I, lo- I love knee high. Knee, uh, knee high grape is good. I I know Norca used to sell back in the original days. They used to have a grape soda, and because I've, I've seen the signs, I've seen the signs. 
and I bug them. I bug them on Twitter. No, they don't have it. I I bug them off and on every now and then on Twitter. When's grape coming? When's grape coming? And of course, Ken sent Derek and I for Christmas uh, a cherry strawberry, which is good. I like the cherry strawberry. Right. Ginger ale, which the the ladies loved. I'm not a big ginger ale fan. Uh, <laughs> orange and root beer. I'm like, right. I'm finally going to get to taste this infamous root beer that my the dad root always. Beer told me. Is amazing. There, there's a, there's a, a restaurant that we that we go to that's a sponsor over at Geek Watch One, and uh, they serve they they served the Norca root beer in like the frosted mug. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. yes. See, right now. My big, my big root beer is A and W, and we still have an A and W. Okay, so Kent is the closest A and W to me. There used to be one. And it's the one right there by the bridges. It's it, yes. it's almost like a Sonic. Yes, I know exactly yes. where it's at. Now you, and that, that's the only one in the area now because there was one that was in Talmadge and it closed a couple of years ago. So the only A and W now is that one. Now I'm going to tell you. That road, as you exit the A and W, make a left. Mm-hmm. Follow that road down. On your right hand side is going to be a frozen custard stand called Stoddard's. Still there. Best frozen. That place beats everything. Yes, Stoddard's is still there. Uh, uh, but actually, come to think of it, Stoddard's is going to be opening soon. Start well, oh. soon meaning March. Yeah, Stoddard's and A and W both open in March. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the hard part going at Christmas and couldn't go to either one because or right. Thanksgiving or Christmas because they're both closed. Right, right. But um, you know, I grew up with A and W for the most part. It's like instead of Coke or Pepsi, RC Cola. I love. <laughs> you know, ninety nine percent of the time we had RC Cola in our house before we had Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> and then I, 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 I found a Coke person. I found RC here not too long ago. I was like, oh. I would say I thought RC was pretty much everywhere, especially in the South. Uh, no, not quite. It, it's a it's a hard find. Wow. Now I know we got cheer wine up here now. So, well, certain restaurants have cheer wine. So, yeah, being from Tennessee, yeah, Sundrop. Okay, yes. Sundrop. I like Sundrop, but. Okay, I, I I'm I, I'm part of the Dew cult, but after Dew, it's Mellow Yellow. Being born in Kentucky, and then it was Sundrop. Sun, it was Sundrop before everything else. <laughs> and that type of soda, it was Sundrop before everything else. My problem is I've got to go either diet or or zero sugar. Right, and no such thing I with Sundrop. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. I mean, when I when I have had some drop, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and you can't get it around here. Just yeah, I I could get it. Uh, I prefer the bottles over the cans because mm-hmm. I'm just not digging the taste of the aluminum from the can. Right. Yeah. But if I really have to, I'll, I'll get the can. Uh, it's either two-liter bottles or uh, 12-pack of cans. But, uh, no, uh, soda-wise, uh, grape soda-wise, going back to that, it's either grape, or right now I have to, if I find it, either Fanta or, or Crush, unless I yes. go to a, unless I go to like a Cracker Barrel or my local barbecue 
place, and they have uh, the Schweifer grape soda. I don't know about Schweifer. That one's actually pretty good. Um, for Christmas, Still one of my stocking stuffers was Grape Crush Jelly Bellies. Yes. Oh, those are good. Those yes. are good. Had that. So, and uh, we we have Grape Crush in the 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 uh, vending machine at work. So tomorrow morning, guess what? I'm starting my morning off with. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. But it's gonna happen. See, down here, everything's orange. Orange is the predominant thing. Well, and, you, I, you, and I think a lot of that has to do with the, the Latin community. I figure it's because you're in the citrus state. No. No? <laughs> it, it's the, the Latin community. Because um, I, I have a lot of uh, Puerto Rican friends who... You put down orange or grape soda, they'll take orange over grape any day of the week. Ah. So, of course, the stores know what's going to sell. Right. At the, at the registers. So. Well, all I know is that I, now, it was announced towards the end of last year that Mountain Dew is bringing back Pitch Black, huh. which was their grape. And because they have a, they have pretty much every flavor now in zero sugar, pitch black zero sugar. I've been looking for it. I know it's coming. I I just can't do do anymore. I haven't been able to do Mountain Dew in a long. I, it'll be a sad day. If I have to give up to do. <laughs> it, it'll be a sad day. Um, <laughs> if you want to email us your favorite beverage. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite regional grape soda or root beer or whatever uh email us at mighty marvel geeks at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter or, or instagram uh check out our homepage, mightymarvelgeeks.net and support our affiliates like biddy boomers use code weebygeeks all one word for 15 percent off and as you heard in the pre-show Use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase at toink.com. So, um, this is a big week for us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, since we have started this particular event, I think we've missed it twice. Just because of my work schedule and just getting everything together. And originally we did it before as like the last show of the year. Then we're like, right no, it's just easier to do it after we return. Mm -hmm. uh, so usually we do it in the month of now we're doing it in the month of January as we come Technically back. Technically it's award season. It is award season anyway. So, uh, so there be you before we get there, Marvel reveals details on their 2023 free comic book day titles. Yes. May is not that far away, folks. Mm. So they are offering up, believe it or not, four titles this year for free comic book day. Wow. Two gold, two silver. The 
first gold title is Avengers X-Men, number one, written by Jerry Dugan and Jonathan Hickman. Uh, art by Joshua Casera, Javier Garon, and uh, Valero Shetty. Uh, you could go to comicbook.com to get a first look at this title. Uh, the second gold title is Spider-Man Venom number one, written by Zeb Wells, Al Ewing, and more. Art by Patrick Gleason, Cafu, and more. And first look there uh, is in the same article, and, and this looks great. I, I'm kind of digging this. Uh, in the silver titles, Marvel Voices number one, written by John Jennings, Nyla Inuksuk, Sabir Pirzada, Alyssa Wong, and Cody Ziegler. Uh, art by Paris Alaney, Natasha Do Donovan, Eric Coda, Stephen Byrne, Diogenes Nieves, and Edder Sias. And finally, uh, actually this title has got a, I don't know if it's going to come with the design sheet or not for one of the characters. Oh. Hmm. Um, there is a character named Kim, K-H-E-M. And it's, there's a design sheet. Okay. In the article, I don't. I I hope this is in the book. That'd be worth picking up an extra copy of the book just to get that design sheet and frame it. Yeah. Considering it's got the original Kim drawing by John Jennings and the final Kim design by Paris Alani or Alani. Uh, and then the final title is Spidey and His Amazing Friends, number one. Uh, this is based on the hit Disney Junior show. Uh, no info on who uh, any of the creative team is for that. Mm. So somehow I will be picking up all four of these titles because I support Marvel like that. <laughs> so, um, but... Uh, other than that, what was I saying? There were there was something else. Forgive the interruption. This might be important. Uh, okay. Sending to your screens now. You are you guys getting it also? Yeah, I think she's ready for us to start with the non awards. I think she wants. Just like that. <laughs> I, f I feel like that this should come, should start off with like a, like 
network special, like you know, but the '70s version of it. Oh, absolutely! Wait, 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 wait! Oh no, he's got it! No, oh, I took it off. Oh no! I was going to do the the breaking news, but I took it off. Oh, because we don't, we hardly ever use it anymore. <laughs> That's all right. Yes, yes, it is time for the 2022 Mighty Marvel Geeks Not Awards. So, uh, to start us off, um, so I guess the the order will go me, Eric, Kylan. Okay. That work? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit the first category that's not on this list because we all blanked and calling come up with one person. So it was a default. <laughs> Best letterer nominee, Joe Carmagna. And the winner is. <laughs> Joe Carmagna. This is the easiest voting we had all week. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on to the next award. Okay. Uh, the next award is the best writer. And the nominees this year are Jed McKay, Chip Zdarsky, Jason Aaron, Charles Soule, and Ethan Sachs. The winner is... Charles Soul. Okay. Congratulations. Round of applause. I got two, but the crowd goes wild. There we go. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be you, <laughs> taking those sound pads back and forth big time all night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, best artist, Kylan. So, best artist, the nominees are Federico Sabertini, David Tinto, Minkyu Jung, Raphael Della Torre, John Romita, and Phil Noto. And the winner is. Phil Noto. Next one. Best cover artist. Okay. Best cover artist. The nominees are Jesus Saiz, Lenil Francis Yu, W. Scott Forbes, E.J. Sue. John Tyler Christopher and Aaron Cooter. And the winner is John Tyler Christopher. Yes. 
Best Editor, Assistant Editor. Our nominees are Will Moss, Martin Biro, Alana Smith, Annalise Bisa, Jordan B. White, or Jordan D. White, Mark Ponchiat. Ponchia? And the winner is. Alana Smith. So far, great, great choices, great, and great winners. Absolutely. Any surprises so far in the in the five that we've done? No. Joe, no. I think Joe, I think Joe Carmani was the biggest surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Okay, saying. yeah. The biggest surprise because we forgot about him. <laughs> no, because we couldn't think of anyone else. Well, there you go. It's that too. Um, uh, I mean, any, any surprise winners for you guys this year so far? Uh, no, not so far. No, no, not so far. Uh, I, I mean, I'd have surprised me for any of the nominees to win any of the awards so far because they're all very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is where the surprises are going to come from. Up next, best ongoing title. The best ongoing title, the nominees are Daredevil, Black Panther, Star Wars, Dr. Afra. Star Wars, Bounty Hunters, and Wolverine. This was a tight race. This was a very tight race. And the winner is... Okay, if y'all had to place bets. Because we did our tie... This was a four-way tie initially. I did the tie break a little different this year, and I think it worked. I really do. Because it, it, it could have gone e- any one of these directions anyway. What are y'all's I, guesses for the winner? I do not remember what I actually voted. But my money, such as it is, right now is on Dr. Afra. Close. Kyle? Mine? Okay. My money actually is on Bounty Hunters. I would like for it to be Daredevil, but my money is on Bounty Hunters. And the winner is Star Wars Bounty Hunter. The only one that was not in the tie was Daredevil, believe it or not. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh... Best new title. Okay. Best new title. Uh, In this category, the nominees are The Punisher, Strange, Savage Avengers, New Fantastic Four, She-Hulk, and Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. And the winner is Savage Avengers. (laughs) 
My boy Conan getting some love there. Mm-hmm. So now is the um, impromptu, the one that we don't vote on because we don't usually don't vote on it till day of show. That's where we take the two winners. Or in this case, well, I can't take the two winners and two runner-ups because of <laughs> the four-way tie. Um, two winners. Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Savage Avengers. Best title of the year. Mm. How do you vote? Kylan. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Let's say, you know what? Savage Avengers. Eric. I am going to be contrary. I'm going to say Star Wars Bounty Hunters because one of my favorite, I believe one of my favorite all-time Star Wars characters shows up in this or has shown up in this. That's Valence. Valence is the lead in that. See, there you go. I, I got to go. Sorry, Conan. We're still bros and all that. But I got to go with Valence. Leaves me the tie break. Aren't you lucky? And I got to say, as much as I have loved both titles, the art, everything, only by the narrowest of margins going Savage Avengers. Ooh. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I have really liked the the look of the Savage Avengers and, and the stories. I can't, I, I can't argue that. Mm-hmm. I can't argue that. Both of these titles have just been so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, down so I can remember for certificates. Best yes, we overall. send out. We send these out. <laughs> uh, up next. Best mini or one shot? I, I think that's yours. Best mini or one shot? The nominees are Tiger Division, Wild Cards, Ultraman, The Mystery of Ultra 7, Star Wars Visions, Alien, Marvel Multiverse RPG, and Kurzatin. 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 Thank you. Kind of well, like Chrysanthemum, only different. Yeah. <laughs> And the winner is Ultraman. Woo-hoo. The mystery of Ultra Seven. Again, tight race. It was between that and, and Tiger Division. Uh, you know, and I, I like I like both books. I really do. And I, I'm loving what the, I am loving what Marvel is doing with Ultraman. Yes. Yeah. I'm well, loving what if you remember Ryan was saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So uh best collected or archived. Trade, paperback, or graphic novel. Eric, okay. are up. In this category, the nominees are Captain Carter, Captain America Truth, Star Wars The Halcyon Legacy. I wonder who who nominated that one. I can't imagine. Maybe it was somebody that was a cast member opening day. I don't know. Um, Excalibur Epic Collection Volume 1, The Sword is Drawn, and Knights of Pendragon Omnibus Hardcover. I I thought you nominated the Halcyon Legacy since Crimson Jack was in it as the main villain of the present day storyline. It was kind of a red herring, or in this case, a crimson herring. <laughs> okay, okay, it was me who, because uh, well, maybe I have ties to to the ship somehow. Maybe you do. As I'm staring so at who, my opening crew poster. So, sir, good sir, please announce the winner of this category. And the winner is. Just in case you missed it, 
Excalibur Epic Collection Volume One: The Sword Is Drawn. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, up next, best game console, mobile, or tabletop, or non-mobile. We put it that way. Kylan, have at it. All right. So the nominees are Marvel Snap, Midnight Suns, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Marvel Multiverse. Was there any that were missing that should have been on the uh, list? I'm trying to think. Because when I saw we only have four nominees, I tried to look up as best as I could, and I couldn't tell if there was other things that came out this year or not. I mean, outside of, uh, I mean, there may have been some expansions for Avengers, uh, but I don't think that that would have counted. See, I almost put Marvel, Marvel Future Revolutions, mm-hmm. but that was last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol is not new this year, but there has this past year, but there have been plenty of new releases for it. I mean, technically, we probably could have thrown champions in there. Probably could have. Well, but you know, I I really didn't hear much about Crisis Protocol until this year. Mm -hmm. That's when all the news that I kept seeing for it was was this year. Yeah. So, um, say 2021 is when it came out. So does it actually get disqualified? Well, we didn't put in best new game console or mobile. That is true. So we could have nominated like uh, Strike Force or Future Revolution. Mm-hmm. I'll have to remember that. What's the current active games out there? Right. We'll have to remember that for the 2023 awards. Mm-hmm. Well, the winner is Crisis Protocol. <laughs> okay, that's a surprise for me. Uh, I, I was pre I was pretty certain it was going to be Snap. Uh, believe it or not, Snap came in third. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. Best WTF or Wisco Tango Foxtrot moment. Nominees are Electra Takes Over Daredevil, Leapfrog, Hold Your Dignity, The Kidnapping of Kevin Bacon <laughs> from the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Smashing the Fourth Wall, and Occasionally Matt Murdock from She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Hulk Meet and Greet at Avengers Campus. I really was hoping it was going to be Hold Your Dignity because I was really wanting to <laughs> present that to Zoe. <laughs> Can we, like, name her Miss Congeniality or something? Mm-hmm. We could we could do a miscongeniality. We could do a non-congeniality award and give that to her for that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. This is now a blah. Um, the winner is smashing the fourth wall and occasionally. <laughs> I will admit the other one I voted or I nominated was Leapfrog. Seeing, I'm shocked. Seeing Leapfrog on. I was like, no, I wasn't expecting that because he's a Spider-Man villain. Or Spider-Man character. I wasn't expecting to see him in She-Hulk. You, you know what? But the whole time we were doing the nom- nomination stuff, I did. I forgot. I should. I could have thrown in Elagila. Seeing Elagila on the screen because mm-hmm. that was a big one. I was like, oh, yeah. what? Well, the other one we forgot is the uh, the third personality of uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a really good one. And then, that was a good twist, yes. And then I also put in the Hulk meet and greet at Avengers Campus. Have y'all seen videos of this? I have, and it's wild. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it, it is a WTF moment. It's like, cool, but this is, we're going to put him in a quantum suit where arms don't move and the fingers barely shake. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. It, no, <laughs> this is what you would expect, like, at San Diego Comic-Con. 
Six Flags. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Universal Texas. There, there you go. It's happening. Uh huh. So yeah, it, it's uh, this was and hold your dignity. And my immediate thought though was hold your dignity. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of that episode with oh, absolutely with, An- with Angeli. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And Zoe, we still got to get the shirts made. And Zoe still feels that she owns the rights to it. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm glad that's an operation that is. me and Kylan don't have to sit in on. <laughs> well, so far, I got Melissa backing me up. Anytime she makes an argument, it's like, uh, it's still, if you want to go that route, you're an employee of Weeby Geeks LLC. So it's still property of. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetheart, but this is being considered as a work for hire. <laughs> She's underage, so just hope she just hope she doesn't show up with a intellectual property attorney. She doesn't know about that, right? Does she? No, she's not listening to this right now, is no. she? But, okay, okay. Good. But the catch is, she's under the age of eighteen, so it becomes under parent, parent, uh, parental guardian rights. And since I own the company, I say it, <laughs> it, it falls to the company. It, its ownership is the company, <laughs> so she would have to this sue was the. Literally, a work for hire. She would have to sue the company, not me. They... <laughs> I, I, I could get Dawn on retainer, right? Dawn, Dawn, Dawn is not an actively practicing attorney, so no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, best TV or streaming series, of course. They all got nominated because it's the only way to do it. Yeah. Right? Pretty... And I almost threw it in there, Falcon soldier for mine i'm like wait no that was last year right so the nominees are eric the nominees are she hulk werewolf by night the guardians holiday special moon knight and ms marvel go ahead and announce the winner the winner is werewolf by night mm-hmm. werewolf by nightfall that was such a great show yes it yeah. was it I is, said, but- the, the fact that they, they kind of did reverse Wizard of Oz with it, where the whole thing was black and white, and at the, at the very end of the story, go to color. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say reverse Wizard of Oz, because Wizard of Oz starts off black and white, goes to color, and then ends in black and white. Mm-hmm. So how can you, you can't forget Ted. No. No. And, <laughs> oh, man, Ted being a practical, man thing being practical, not CGI. That's amazing. Right. That yes. is absolutely absolutely mind blowing and looks amazing looks great yeah know? yeah so i mean you could not have gotten a better look through cgi i really no. don't think you could have no uh uh-uh. so uh i'm looking at our time and realized uh we're going through this a little quicker than i thought oh <laughs> it's okay short show kylan cover our last category all right so best film and the nominees are Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Thor, Love and Thunder, and lastly, Morbius. Unfortunately, and we had to we had to throw Morbius in there. We we had to throw Morbius in there. I'm pretty sure I know what is not the winner, but uh, the winner is Morbius. Oh my goodness, oh, no. really? If it's Morbius, I'm flipping tables. <laughs> Sorry. Having a Steve Harvey moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
the winner is in a subcon? I would think it would be Black Panther. You've got the results right in front of you. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got to hit the results tab. Yes. Ah, you know what? I think that would help, wouldn't it? It would. Yes, it would. Results. Oh, save question. I'm sitting here looking at this. Wait, let me go back to the other screen. Give me a second. <laughs> we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please. We stop. are. Oh, here we go. Ha ha. And the winner is, as I scroll down, Black Panther Forever. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Two, there, of, the, of the choices, two didn't even get votes. <laughs> One, I'm not surprised at. Yeah. Yeah. The other, considering we can only vote one, I'm not surprised at it. Right. Now, here's the fun part. I can see who actually voted for what, and I'm not going to get into detail. Because <laughs> <laughs> we voted our mind, <laughs> and that's, that's absolutely fine. We voted our consciences. So congrats to all the winners, and uh, that's going to conclude our 2022 non-awards for this year. We'll do it again next year for the 2023 non-awards. Um, now, this year, they've already started in California, Disney 100 Years, and Marvel is doing a Disney 100 variant cover program. All of the, I guess all this is starting this month. There's the Infinity Gauntlet cover. Ooh. Disney 100, what if Mickey and friends had to save the universe? Uh, uh, you can find the story over on Marvel.com. I'm going to do this for you guys. These covers I've got to see. Yes. All right. Uh, this is the cover for Amazing Spider-Man number 23. It will go on sale uh, April 5th. I may have to see about just getting all of these just for the sake oh, of the Disney tie-in. The Infinity Gauntlet one. Black Pete, Pegleg Pete as Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> Goofy as Spider-Man. Minnie as Captain America. Mickey as obvious Doctor Strange. No surprise there. Right. Yeah, well, you know, the Sorcerer. Yeah, yeah. The Sorcerer's Apprentice has actually gotten an upgrade. Silver Surfer as Pluto. That one surprises me. Yeah. And Donald as uh, Human Torch. Either Human Torch or Mephisto. Kind but I right. can't imagine Donald being Mephisto. The Human Torch I can see. Right. Uh, the next cover for Amazing Spider-Man number 25 that will be on sale May 3rd, The New Avengers, Disney 100. What if Mickey and Friends became the newest Avengers? The Central uh, Florida Avengers? <laughs> Southern California Avengers. Yeah, there you go. And here they got Daisy Duck as uh, Spider-Woman, Donald as Spider-Man, Minnie as Wolverine. You know. I'm just calling shenanigans on that one. Goofy as Iron Man. Goofy as Iron Man, really? Like this Iron Man, trust and Mickey trusts that armor, and Mickey as Captain uh, on sale June seventh. Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-seven, uh, and it's based on the Invincible Iron Man comic, but it's Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-seven. What if Mickey was the Invincible Iron Man? This one's not bad. No, th that no, one's not bad. Good. It does look good. So far, I am still going. My mindset is these would be need to be bought just to frame the whole set as a collection. I can't get past the Infinity Gauntlet one though. Mm -hmm. So I just can't. Those uh, those are the first to be announced. Apparently, there are more coming and will be announced in the months ahead. So one, two. That's the first three there. That's at least three I'm going to have to buy. Yeah, just for the so covers. 
just a friend. So completely off the wall, spur of the moment, poll question. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Marvel has done Disney Kingdom's titles in the past, and they've been pretty good. I mean, I, th- I think we can agree on that. Yep, the biggest hit was Figment, because that's the only one that got that's, two runs. It, yeah, it got us. It, it got, got us. Figment and Figment too. What would you like to see in the next Disney Kingdoms miniseries? Well, in many ways, we've had two more added to the series unofficially, officially but unofficially. Oh, yeah, Galaxy's Edge and the Halcyon. Um, what would I want to see? Expedition Everest. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a very good one. Um. Pirates and Jungle Cruise won't get done because those have already been done as movies in that franchise. They're trying to, uh, from what I've been told, they're trying to do projects that Disney hasn't or isn't turning into movies. Ah. So Big Thunder Mountain Railroad well, still could be a great movie idea. Uh, it could. Mm-hmm. Um, Enchanted Tiki Room, I'm glad they did it as a book because that one would be a hard one for me to see turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they did the hunt. Did they do Haunted Mansion? Yes. Which surprised yes. me because they they had the movie and then there's the, the potential of the new movie coming out. And I was surprised they were doing that one. Well, the Eddie Murphy one, I think most people are willing to forget ever existed. There, um, were, there were very few things that touched on the actual ride. I mean, there were some nice moments in it. There were some nice moments, some nice nods to the ride, but that was about it. Yeah. And obviously it was based more on California than... Mm-hmm. In Florida, because California is, takes place in Louisiana, hence why mm-hmm. it's in New Orleans Square. Ours mm-hmm. is in Liberty Square, which is more of a New England vibe. Yeah, I think I think I heard one time it was actually meant to represent like upstate New York or Dutch New York or something like that. Something like that. Up in the New England area, upper yeah. northeast. Yeah. Um, Expedition Everest is one. Kylan, you got any thoughts on that? Does rock and roller coaster count? It Absolutely. Does. I would love to see rock and roller coaster. Because they don't have they don't have any music themed books, and I think that'd be fun to see. Tower Terror, Tower Terror would be a good one too. Yeah, I mean they did the the Disney Channel movie, right? Right. But but you could do a really good comic book based off that. You, you could do a comic based on the actual characters and the actual story of the hotel mm-hmm. with modern guests. Yes. Um. Actually, bring in the bring in the leads from. Seekers of the Weird. Yeah. Carry that over. That could very easily be a Seekers of the Weird sequel. Yeah. Yes. Um, man, I'm just going through all the rides. Space Mountain? There's, Dinosaur. There's been a graphic novel done on Space Mountain, but not there by was? Marvel. There was. Okay. Uh, dinosaurs, too much tie to the dinosaur movie. Well, yes, but it doesn't have to be. No, true. It could, just be, it could be a... You know, the Dino Institute. Tell them Majaro Safaris. Um, in the original incarnation of that ride, yes. When you're actually having to hunt down uh, uh, poachers. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. believe me. I saw the original, original version of that ride mm. where they actually killed Little Red's Big mom. Red. Yeah. Big Red. Oh, yeah. And you see her on the side of the road. Oh, that ain't good. <laughs> no. I am the son of taxidermist, and I do not approve that message. Uh, that was one of the luxuries of doing cast previews before the park opened to the public. <laughs> Eisner wrote it and, and said, uh, yeah, we got to change this. Can't have that. Uh, <laughs> um, but, I got to, but I got to see it. You got to see it. 
right, here's a couple for you. One of them is is kind of expected. Mission Space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very good choice. The other one, what about the Hoop-dee-doo musical review? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of musical. It, it is musical, like what Kylan pointed out. Yeah, good. That's that's a that's not a bad option. Um, the ride that never happened, the Mount Fuji ride. Mount Fuji or Japan, the Japanese. Oh was yeah, to have okay. A Mount Fuji ride. There was also supposed to be a Black Forest ride in Boat Germany. Ride in Germany. Yep. Crap! If we're gonna go stuff that never happened or stuff that's not there anymore, do a Horizons one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just thinking of other things. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we 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 we've come up with a lot of options. We have, we have, and uh, uh, I want to say just based on our reactions, um, Tower Terror, mm-hmm. Expedition Everest. Okay, definitely were the top two. Yes, mentioned uh, Tower Terror. I think would come in at number three. Right. Yes. I don't. Uh, Expedition Everest is one or two. I yeah. don't remember what the third one was that garnered the, the biggest or try biggest. Oh yeah, because we mentioned so many. Oh, uh, hope to do. No, I would. I would actually say that Expedition Everest and oh, crap. Now I can't remember them all. Don't get old, people. It's a trap. But rock no. and roller coaster. Yeah, rock and roller, roller coaster. coaster. It's a good one. And, and the original Kilimanjaro Safari. Mm-hmm. Were the were the four that got the big ooze and oz. Five would be hoopty day. So uh, you know, we could also do a C base alpha. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A C base alpha one I think would be pretty good. We do mission space, we do C base alpha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. But I guess the question is, how do you do that without it not being too much like the great novels drawn to life series? You know what you could do with that? Do like what they did in Treasure Planet and put it like in a steampunk space setting. Yeah. You know what? If that's the case, Three Musketeers. Okay. I I I would be I would be down for because did did one of the to me am I because I I've seen. Almost every iteration of Three Musketeers, at least I think I have. I'm sure there's a few that I haven't. One of my favorite is the one from the 90s. The Disney one with Charlie Sheen? The Sheet. Disney one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the, whole, the whole catch with Disney Kingdoms is it's something that's related to the parks. Yeah, but, but, what, but what Kylan said, it's got my brain thinking. I, I want to see the Three Musketeers Sun Jedi style. Ooh. 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 Oh, interesting call. Oh, oh! I do, have to s- I do have to say there has been another Disney Park related title. Mm-hmm. The Web of Spider-Man with Spider-Man talking about web labs at oh, yeah. Avengers yeah. Campus. Yeah, that's been done. Well, you think about there can also be a Toontown one. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about like over at uh, Soren? Oh, Soren, that'd be a fun one. What about Tomorrowland Speedway, where you have like racers on the Tomorrowland racing circuit. Okay, can I just say that the Tomorrowland Speedway is just like such a missed opportunity? I know. I mean, I went out to Disneyland in 2006, and we 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 did Autopia. Autopia is so so much better. 
See, Melissa worked at a family-owned park in Louisiana that had an actual go-kart track. I'm like, oh, then we go, Disney, Tomorrowland Speedway, where you ride a go-kart. I'm like, go-karts, cool. Nope. Rail car, thank you. Oh, man. Okay, I got it. I got a suggestion for you, and I think this is going to be my last one, at least until the next one. Extraterrestrial alien encounter. Yes. And it's got, it better be Skippy happy. It's got to have Sir. It's got to have Skippy. It's got to have Chairman Clench. Yes. And it's got to have the whole XS tech. Yes. Because you have got to seize the future with XS. Yes. That would be a great one, bringing that back. Because what led to the, I mean, we, we know the actual story, but let's, let's talk about the event that was had the book either take place before or after the events of the ride. Where they're trying to rescue Clench from the alien planet? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of award season, the Golden Globes happened, mm-hmm. and Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, yeah. Angela Bassett wins a Golden Globe for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Congratulations. Yeah. She won for Best Supporting Actress. Very, very good. Uh, in her acceptance speech, she says, we embarked on this journey together with love. We mourned, we loved, we healed. And we will be surrounding each will be surrounding each and every day by the light and the spirit of Chadwick Bosman. She further shared, we have joy in knowing that this historic Black Panther series is part of his legacy and he helped lead us too. We showed the world what black unity, leadership, and love looks like beyond, behind, and in front of the camera. Uh, she wraps up her acceptance speech with, thank you for embracing these characters and showing us how so much love. You just made history with this nomination and with this award. It belongs to all of you, all of us. Very, very fitting. Mm-hmm. Very fitting. And definitely, uh, I, I would say, not surprised that she wins. No. I I hope she is nominated for an Oscar, and really, I would like to see her win the Oscar because yes, there were a lot of great supporting actor roles out there. But as she said, this one was one of the toughest, and it shows on screen, and it helps carry the story in the character development of they're dealing with a real life tragedy mm-hmm. and having to tell a fictional story with that real life tragedy. So I definitely say uh, I I'm I'm pulling for her to win an Oscar as well. If she's not. That I, I I would tell you, um, her that her performance was I, I, I there there's no words to to describe how just just powerful like well just she's one of those actresses just just has a presence anyway and I think because in, in a way that movie was kind of giving closure to all of us yeah and so you kind of feel it a little more you know. Um, and her death, like I didn't expect her, like the, the her her, her <clears throat> death just kind of threw me, and it almost. And I don't know why, but in certain cases, if a character's death on screen, especially if you're already a central character, elevates that performance. Yeah, I don't know why it does. I really don't know why it does. But when they talk about somebody somebody dying in a TV show or like, Oh, they're going for an Emmy or, you know, so, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think anyone in this production was going for an award. No, 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 not at all. 
they were they were going for how do we honor Chadwick is the vibe I got. How do we honor Chadwick? How do we keep his legacy going with a film that he's not in and we're having to use archive footage for? And I, I think it was well done. It was beyond well done. Um, I mean, with, with the actress who plays uh, Sherry, can't remember her name. Letitia Wright? Yes. Yes. With everything that she brought to the table, drama-wise, with the whole COVID and getting injured and whatnot, you didn't see that drama thrown into the film. No. And, and I, I praise her for that. Right. She kept that out of her performance. And that could be a hard thing, too. Right. Uh, but congrats to uh, Angela Bassett or or her Golden Globe one. Um, now, if you liked Marvel television, you know, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, Punisher, Jessica Jones. Um, bidding is now open at the propstore.com forward slash Marvel, where you too can bid on various stuff from the Marvel Netflix series or Marvel, Marvel Universe on Netflix, such as. Uh, these are some of the highlights. Matt Murdock's stunt Daredevil costume. Red Daredevil con- costume with stunt Billy Club. Electra Nacho's stunt Defenders costume with black sky coat and stunt Wakushi. Uh, Jessica Jones' Gelden Reveal costume and stunt leather jacket, scarf, and gloves. Misty Knight's cybernetic arm from Cage. Electra's Okay, par- you get a cybernetic arm. Where's Rocket? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that's Nebula's new arm. Um, Electra's pair of bloodied silver size from the Defenders. The 1948 Iron Fist mask from Iron Fist. Luke Cage's piranha protection costume. Mm-hmm. Colleen Wing's stunt katana and Chinese guard. And Chinese guard's metal sword from Iron Fist. Wilson Fisk's hallucination costume. Trish Walker's vengeful Hellcat costume. Trial of the Century newspaper. Frank Castle's skull x-ray. Castle family photo and envelope from the Punisher. And Frank Castle's David Lieberman introduction components and army base tack costume from the Punisher. Hmm. Some cool stuff. Yeah, much so. And finally, my last story of the night before I ask you guys for final thoughts. Uh, Disneyland Paris unveil, unveils Avengers Power of the Night new nighttime show. One of the new nighttime spectaculars that will happen for the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris. Good grief. 30 years of Disneyland Paris already. Yep. I know. That's 40 years of Epcot. Yes. Uh, of course, now 51 years of Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Right. Uh, 89 was the opening of, well, next year will be 25 years of, or this year, actually, 25 years of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, because it was 98, wasn't it? Yep. Something else is 25 years this year. I think. Uh, it may be an attraction. No. Oh, my 25 years at Disney in February. Oh, oh. there you go. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. February 2nd will be 25 years for myself. Wow. Mm. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. Share it with Animal Kingdom. Um, and then 80, see, 80, next year, 2024, will be 35 years of Disney Hollywood Studio. <sighs> which was when I started there 25 years ago, Disney GM Studios. Mm-hmm. That was the first park I started at. When I tried out for College Jeopardy Tournament in 1992, it was there. And it was Disney's Hollywood Studios as well. Oh, Disney MGM. I'm sorry. Right. Disney MGM. 
So uh, this groundbreaking nighttime show is going to be a drone show. It will be performed daily and celebrate the superheroes of the Marvel Universe, combining music, lights, pyrotechnic effects, video projection, and up to 500 drone drones that come together to form a mind-blowing series of icons representing the powers of legendary superheroes, including Captain America, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and for the first time at Disneyland Paris, Shang-Chi. Oh. Well, sounds cool. It does. So, and yet so. no live production of Save the City, but that's okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> So at this point, gentlemen, I've got to ask any final thoughts. Mm. Nope. Ah, I, th- nope. I, th- I think I used up my final thoughts on uh, the excess tech idea. Uh, who would like to bring us home tonight? Kylan, why don't you? Ah, all right. Well, uh, all right, Thursday, I think that's it. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. No more talking to people.